Hey everyone, it's Sadie McFarland, host of Heart of a Blind Girl podcast. I'm back with you today on January 26, 2023. Happy New Year. That was quite the transition. I almost said 22. <laughs> so happy New Year to everyone. I hope you all had a wonderful holiday season. I hope to my college friends that your semester is off to a wonderful start. I hope professors aren't being too hard on you quite yet, but we'll get there. <laughs> um, some of you may have heard my grandfather had been battling lung cancer for many months and in and out of hospitals, etc. Well, it's with a heavy heart that I announce his passing. So he will be buried in Texas this weekend and then we will have a memorial service afterward and then also a memorial service in Ohio. So of course my family's grieving and that's kind of what I want to talk about today is how to process grief in the crazy academic world that a college student lives in called the 21st century. I have been having to deal with a lot. I, with vision impairment, have been having to, of course, learn new professors, learn how they work, have them learn how I work, have accessibility, submit letter of accommodation, etc. And it's a lot, of course. And then, of course, you add the fact that I have to be gone for a week and a half from classes. So that's been a whole another thing to deal with. And it's just been a process. But when it comes to grieving, a lot of us have never experienced losing someone so deeply connected to us as a grandfather. Though he wasn't my biological grandfather, he was so loved in my family. He was a wonderful servant of God, servant of the U.S., um, he served in Vietnam, and I'm just we're so sorry to see him go. But we know that God's timing is good and merciful. And in his case, it was because he was suffering so deeply. Um, and I'm just praying for my grandma that God gives her strength. Because he brought her so much joy. You know, um... He made her laugh. You know, they made each other laugh. His spirit was so soft-spoken, yet he would make friends with anyone in the room. He would leave a party or an event knowing something about everyone there. And that's just such a beautiful spirit. He was a businessman, a servant of the U.S., a servant of the Lord, a warrior in so many ways. And I'm just so grateful that God allowed him to enter my life for a few years. And I know that my grandma feels the same. Of course, we're sorry to see him go, but I'm just working through the process of grief. And if anyone has questions for me or wants to talk more deeply on everything, please reach out. Um, Heart of a Blind Girl podcast does have a Discord, so... I'd love to talk to you on there or email me. Um, and also, I do have my Twitter page that you can message. And that's at H-O-A-B-G podcast. So feel free to message that and follow that, of course. But grief can be so odd, so physical, 
sometimes. Grief can present itself in so many strange ways. When I heard he passed, it was almost 9 a.m. on January 18th. I was calling my parents as I was walking to class. Uh, I was about two minutes from Boyer Hall for my Messiah people. You know right where that's at. And I called my parents and they dropped the bomb that he had passed. And I, of course, was already almost a Boyer, so I wasn't going to come back to my dorm. So I went to my first class, French, tried not to cry the entire time, (laughs) tried to pay attention. Then I stopped down to my next professor, explained the situation, and went back to my room. And I am someone, I've been very fortunate in my life. I've not often lost someone as close as a grandparent, especially in this situation. I realized that I, the grief had completely sapped my energy. It had messed with my appetite. (laughs) I went through a couple cleaning frenzies. Um, Again, just very tired, random symptoms of illness. I'm not sick, just my body's just grieving. But monitor yourselves. When you go through something like this, track your symptoms because... It's good to learn your body so you know what to expect. But here's the thing with grief. You never know how it's going to present itself. You might have a cleaning frenzy one day and might be completely exhausted and irritable the next. Grief is so strange. But God also tells us that it's healthy to grieve. It's healthy to be sad. Jesus was sad. Jesus wept. He was angry. He grieved. It's part of human nature. So I invite you, if you recently lost a loved one, and if so, my condolences, my prayers, my thoughts. Um, But if you've recently lost a loved one or a friend, take time for yourself. I took that entire afternoon off of classes, um, and I needed it. I needed to process, I needed to sleep, I needed to cry. It just all has to happen. You know, our, our bodies have to process. So if you need to take time, even after that bomb has been dropped on you, after that day, take time. Professors, bosses, if you explain the situation, they will work with you. At least I hope. And if not, we might need to think about rethinking your situation. But I've been so blessed to be here at the Messiah University community because so many people have been so good to me. Between the churches around me and the university staff, the professors, the girls on my floor, I want to thank every single one of you for supporting me through this. I especially want to call out the Chopka family here at Messiah University for helping me with airfare and the benevolence team here at Messiah University for helping because it's a heavy lift for someone in college with a disability and whose parents have a large family 
So helping with that airfare was a true godsend. And God really does put the right people in the right places at the right time. He's been so good. I've had people meet and chat with me and pray with me. Let me talk about my grandfather. Things like that. And it's just, it means the world to me. To be able to share his legacy with everyone. He was just such a good man. And so it's been a hard week. It's been eight days now. Now that we're in the uh, 26th. It's been eight days since he passed. And we miss him more and more every day. But we know that his pain is gone. He's in heaven rejoicing at the loss of his pain. Singing and dancing, praising the King of Kings. And we know his pain is gone. We know he's resting easy. Although it's hard to see those we love cross that river. They're resting easy. Because the pain, the suffering, anything that they were going through, any earthly ailment is forever gone. And so... I'm going to share a song that I will be singing at the services. So I wrote this in Keith's honor. When you cross the river, we will miss you when we go. But we know God is watching over all of us. When you cross the river, God will be there, waiting with open arms. Though our hearts are breaking, we know you're resting easy, because you crossed the river. And that song just, music says words that otherwise can't be said. Music is a gentler way of grieving. And I, I love music for that. I wrote that song the day before, well, a few days before he passed, when we knew it would be happening soon. And that song... It's just such a beautiful, I think, a beautiful way to honor him and anyone who is crossing that river. And although he's on the other side of the river right now, he's with God. He's watching us. He's watching over us, smiling down. And so we, of course, we miss him. But his life is to be celebrated. Such an honorable servant heart of a man. So, I'm sorry for such a heavy bit of an episode. But, um, life is heavy sometimes. Life can be hard, you know. I will be getting up tomorrow at 3 a.m., leaving campus at 4 a.m., and headed to the airport for a 6.30 a.m. flight to Texas. Um, it's going to be one of the hardest trips I've ever made. It, it really is. 
So that's all for now. I thank you so much for listening. If you need help grieving, if you want to talk about grief, if you want to talk about that loss, that pain that comes with it, please reach out. I am an open door. I'm so happy to chat with you because I know how hard it is. So let's grieve together. Let's pray together. And then let's serve God together. That's all for now, folks. Have a blessed day. Hey, everyone. It's Sadie back with Heart of a Blind Girl podcast. I'm going to chit-chat a little bit about what's been happening on Food Network. So, the new shows. House of Fang. And I would love to hear y'all's thoughts on it. Um, so message me, comment on a post on Twitter, whatever you want to do. But I would love your opinion on that House of Fang show. I'm just, I'm not sure I like it. I don't like a lot of some of the high drama Bravo-ish shows. And that's kind of what that reminds me of. But it's parts of it are interesting. Like, I don't know Asian culture. So I appreciate Food Network making a show that's going to teach me about Asian culture. I just wish there was a little uh, staff drama uh, happening. <laughs> but I, it's really cool. Um, also, we, we can't ignore Triple G. We can't ignore grocery games. How about the new Beat the Judges shows? I think it's super cool. Um, I would love to see more. <laughs> um, and I just think it's been really, really neat to watch these chefs, these Triple G chefs, come on the show, take down each other, and then try to take down a judge that has like expertise in whatever the topic is for that night. I think that's genius. It's a lot like Alex versus America. Oh, by the way, we need a Guy Fieri and Bobby Flay showdown in Flavortown. And if anyone else agrees, get a hold of Food Network for me. <laughs> I just think that would be so much fun. Also, we need to get Guy Fieri on Meet Bobby Flay. <laughs> but we got to have some Flavortown and Bobby Flay showdowns. Um, beyond that, the Restaurant Impossibles, of course... Anyone who listens knows I love Robert Irvine and his restaurant work and his service to our country. Again, reach out in the comments for any of these. But what does everyone think of the new restaurants that he's been working on? I absolutely loved the one in Arizona on the Navajo Reservation. I think that is the coolest thing. I got to watch it with my parents when I was home for holiday break. I thought that was awesome. So did they. And the reveal was pretty cool. So I'm excited to see the one tonight. And y'all should watch with me. And we will tag Robert Irvine on Heart of a Blind Girl on Twitter. So uh, be there or be square. <laughs> Twitter, Heart of a Blind Girl podcast. I think it's 8 o'clock tonight. Um, but we will be watching. And I'm super excited for it. Um, other than that, yeah, I mean, you know, keep watching Food Network, people. If you enjoy it. If you enjoy it like me, I'm a junkie, a total Food Network junkie. And, <laughs> yeah. So, in terms of my Food Network rant, oh, I was about to wrap it up. We can't ignore the elephant in the room, y'all. TOC, Tournament of Champions 4, is coming February 19th 
if anyone else is excited as I am, we need to get together. We need to hang out. We need to have a watch party. Yeah, TOC4 is coming. <laughs> Spoiler, Food Network hasn't announced it yet. But oh my gosh, I cannot wait. TOC4 is going to be epic. I'm not going to say anything more because, yeah, that would not be good. But it's going to be epic. So great job, Guy Fieri, Food Network. Y'all are going to kill it with this. Um, and listeners, let's talk about it. Heart of a Blind Girl podcast on Twitter. Let's talk about it. So that's all my Food Network gossip for this episode. But if y'all have more, share away. Keep listening, keep loving God, keep trusting him, and keep watching Food Network. See y'all later. Hey y'all, me again, Sadie McFarland, host of Heart of a Blind Girl podcast. I wanted to give you all a quick heads up so you can be looking for it, but part of my major requires me to take digital marketing. So part of that course requires that I create a blog. So I am asking you all, to go to blindwanderer.wordpress.com, I believe is the website, and start viewing the heck out of it, start telling your friends, first post will be out soon, about page will be out soon, that's all to come, so um, please keep that, keep those views coming um, once you find it, and I hope you absolutely love it, it's going to be really cool. Basically, the blog is going to be about travel in terms of accessibility for vision impaired or blind, along with marketing and how to properly market to those same people because most of marketing is visual. So marketers need to understand how to market to people that don't see. Um, it's And it sounds like a niche kind of area, but it really is relevant to a lot of people because the travel industry is massive, as is the marketing industry. So please, again, blindwanderer.wordpress.com, I believe is the website. So get there. (laughs) Um, I would love to see y'all there. That would be a really awesome place for us to connect. And just, um, yeah, please share with your friends. I am hoping to graduate in 2024. Um, but until then, lots of, there'll be lots of travel posts, travel stories, marketing tips. So I would love to see you all there. As I say, keep loving God. Keep trusting God. Keep watching Food Network. Make sure you visit my blog. Keep listening. Keep sharing. Heart of a, girl blind, heart of a Blind Girl podcast. And make sure you follow me on Twitter. See y'all later.